Adventures with Ghosts. Adventures with Ghosts. Hello, this is um, Adventures with Ghosts. I am your ghost host. Nope, I'm not. Nope, nope. Fuck. Identity theft is a serious problem, Ben. I'm Adventure Lad, and this is my co-host. Who I say your actual name? Uh, Ben Summers. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Then my other, my real co-host, ghost host, John Larslier. Yep. Um. So this is a little bit of a premiere. This is the pro version. Yep. Of. uh, Can you tell how happy I am? John's having a good time on the ghost loft. Uh, we just watched Zach Bagans' directorial, not no, his debut. No, not his debut. It's not. I was lying. Uh, his latest project, Demon House, which is a documentary. And of, the worst episode of Ghost Adventures ever. Of, <laughs> about. Um, Guys, I hate this. A <laughs> Guys, I'm, I'm shooketh and I hate it. And it's not because the warning at the beginning that told me maybe there was a ghost in fucking TV. Yes, actually, we should have a warning right now, John. Hey, apparently, if you talk about demons or... If you talk about this demon, we didn't specify. If you talk about this demon, the very demon that we're going to talk about in this episode, uh, demons can, according to the text warning in the beginning of the movie... Uh, come through either voice persons, places, or electronic devices, as in a film that we just uh-huh. watched, or I'm gonna just do it uh, a this... podcast. Yeah. So, if you are scared about, uh, at this point, hey, if you get a fourth weird... hand um, talking about a <laughs> demon, please turn off the podcast. But like if... and subscribe. And uh, here's what I'm gonna say. Turn it off. Here's what I'm gonna say. If someone sends you a dick pic, I'm not going to say it's not because of this podcast. I'm just going to say it's a weird coincidence that you listen to this podcast and then someone sent you a dick pic. Crazy, crazy thing. John is assuming correctly that no person in the world wants a dick pic. (laughs) (laughs) No one, even the people that Uh, you're in healthy relationships with, do not want dick pics. Unless someone, all right, well. (laughs) You don't. Unless someone explicitly asks for that. They still don't want it. They're just really horny and have to get it out somehow. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, well, let's start. We're done with dicks. There will be no more. Uh, but we just some... the dick that is fucking Zach Bagans. We we have some no dicks fuck Zach Bagans. <laughs> His <laughs> eyes just get fucked up. Uh, we have some bets. Well, okay. B- before the game, uh, before the game, uh, before... it feels like a game because I'm exhausted. <laughs> before the movie, John and I had a couple uh, bets that we had each other mm-hmm. to see. I, I don't even remember. Them. I wrote them all down. Okay. So the first one is: Do we see a demon? I said yes. We saw a recreation of a demon. Yes. John said no, so you correctly, you win this one, actually. It's, the okay, I'm going to say this, and then we can move on. Okay. The amount and quality of evidence found in this documentary yes. is so laughably low, it's amazing. Yeah, it's next to none. Like, in the, like, canon of Ghost Adventures... They like there have been episodes where we were like, wow, they found nothing, and they still had better evidence than what was here. Like this is so 
All right, keep keep going. Okay, related. Do we see a cowboy hat as ghost? Did we see a cowboy hat? as Adventures with Goats? Uh, ghost goats too. How appropriate! Greatest of all, all time, goats. All these fruit, fruit <laughs> all these like uh, these uh, Freudian slips. Yeah, Freudian slips coming out because mm-hmm. the main villain is a goat. A goat. Uh, do oh, we the see a Freudian slip and slide? Uh, because <laughs> Adventures with Ghosts listeners know that all demons, or at least a subset of demons, mm-hmm. wear cowboy hats. I don't think we saw one, did we? Yeah. So John and I both said yes, and I think it's a no. There's yeah, because no the only thing hats. I could think about would be like a police officer, but they were all wearing like beanies because yeah, it was the middle was of winter. And then the one guy had a strip flap room hat at cocked at a jaunty angle. And then at one point. Um, Zach was wearing a a really big hat, like the fluffy ear hats. Yes, they're not deer stalkers because that's what um, that's what uh, Sherlock Holmes wears. Holmes lives, yeah, um, yeah, he's and just a fluffy hat. Whatever his name. No is. cowboy hats. Uh, okay, the next one is: Does someone get suddenly sick? Ben and John both said yes. We both fifteen got this. people got suddenly. Yeah, it's fucking. Well, it depends on what your definition of suddenly is. Fucking everyone got sick. Uh, yeah, suddenly, as in it happened one day, and that like, yeah, everyone gets suddenly sick, right? One day yeah. that you're not sick, and then suddenly you are sick, and it's just yeah. like a fucking switch. Yeah, <laughs> that's how sickness works. Sometimes I don't know. Sometimes illnesses are chronic. Hey, <laughs> true. Uh, okay, another bet was: Are is there stuff not caught on film? Oh my god! The our, biggest our part- double yeses have not been more right in all of Ghost Adventures. <laughs> that was insane. All evidence was caught basically off camera. There was one thing they got, and we'll talk about it. And I hated it. I uh, also stopped taking notes at a certain point because I just got because you're mad, exhausted. That's fine. I have a lot. Just destroyed. Will Zach? Okay, so as a spoiler, we knew how this movie's gonna end because it was on the news. Zach bought the house, did this the movie, and then uh, bulldozed the house at the end. So the bulldozing of the house was on the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we knew it was gonna end with a bulldoze. Uh, I also knew at the end he says he takes part of the house and puts it in his haunted museum. Haunted museum. So um, I knew that. I didn't know it was the fucking dirt from under the stairs, but. Which, yeah, God, I made a joke Jesus. that we were just going to talk about dirt for two hours, and we did. We um, kind of did, yeah. <laughs> so I said no, because he's in the hospital. Got that wrong, no, kind he of. And then, he wasn't in the hospital. And then John said no, but he's going to oversee. So John got I, that right, actually. I think he was there when I feel was like happening. he was there. Uh, Someone was there. I okay, so... Then the big question, which actually most of our complaints are going to be centered around this question. Is this a serious film? I just did air quotes, but you can't see it because of the podcast. I mean, yes. I said no. I thought uh, there'd be some levity whatsoever. I was so, so wrong. No, because this is Apex sack up his own ass. Like, I, like, look, if, okay, here's what I'll say. If somehow, somehow... Zach Bagans is listening to my words coming out of my mouth right now. Here's what I'll say. Just try to be more scientific. Okay, Zach, turn off the podcast. (laughs) Please turn off the podcast. I don't want you to yell at me. (laughs) And then the last bet is, is the guy on the trailer an Uber driver? (laughs) Unconfirmed. He could be, yeah. yeah he, wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't in the position. He did get kicked out of his house, which 
for a for this fucking movie, if I got kicked out of my, I'd be fucking pissed. Um. So I said yes, and John said yes, and we were both wrong. He could be an Uber driver. We're unconfirmed. Yeah. Okay. Cannot confirm okay. or deny that he was an Uber driver, which also makes me sad internally. <laughs> uh, and then we had our least once. My least want was the horrible radio uh, thing. It's we, I don't know if we've talked about uh, it. A spirit podcast. box. It's a spirit box. It's this little box, a radio. It scans through. That just scans through yeah. all AM, FM, maybe just AM. Uh, because that's FM? shorter or broad. What's the shorter range? I think FM, right? FM. Because yeah. AM is you can only get it when you're in the AM. Uh, so, um, yeah. So I didn't want to see that. I didn't see it. John, what was your thing? I have it written down. Uh, Paranormal Puck, which yep. is their app they use to text ghosts. Yeah, we didn't see the dumbass <laughs> thing. Uh, it is insane. The, the lit, We did no investigating. Nope. None. Uh-uh. It was Which just... just means, as we always say with these situations, they got nothing. nothing. <laughs> they spent... Zach bought this house, and he got nothing. God damn. Yeah, it was... Also, just as a, as a side note, <laughs> uh, $13 on Amazon. Yes, that's how much it is. It's a very evil number. It's evil. Some, some may say. I say it. Okay, you say it? Okay. $13. Becomes four. <laughs> you add it, add it together. Which is okay. close to six. Um, which is very evil. Six by itself, evil. Six, 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 not as evil as a single six. It's just but subsets. Three, good. Yeah. We're not going to talk about numerology because nope. I actually know an absurd amount of it. <laughs> okay, so we start the movie. The movie has a warning. Uh, the same one that we did at the top mm-hmm. of this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it starts off, you know, with a bang, like, you know. Although I, the comment I had about the warning screen was the warning was a little small. It was small. It Just was, like the, the font of the word warning. They could have been bigger. And John and I, uh, you know, we can be proud of many things about this movie. Like we survived it. Like I didn't turn it off. Like I didn't ask for my refund for this the thing. But we can also mm-hmm. the movie well, warned had, us that it was at our own risk, John. I put risk so, taken. Yeah, so risk taken, we cannot we, complain. We rolled about the dice. It. Yeah. If more movies said that it was a risk to view that movie, because it, it is. I, 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 I put my emotions into watching this movie. Yep. And I did not get anything no, out of it. I think if we if we had that warning for more pieces of art. Everyone would be happier, John. <laughs> Here's what I will say. Less critics, because we're I all have heroes. Now, I have now, within the past year, mm-hmm. seen the movie Catwoman twice. Yeah. In, with Halle Berry. Tw- both in the same week. I f- it's a similar feeling. And it's because wa- we watch a lot of bad movies. Ben and I, we're fans of bad movies. Yep. <laughs> it is an exhaustion. That you're just like, what are we doing? Catwoman was an elative, strange, laughing exhaustion. This one was just, it made me jaded. It, maybe this is the demon. It made me jaded and angry. It made me not, oh God. And it, it confirmed my theory that Zack is the anti-hero to Nick's heroic tale. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... I will say this. I'm going to take back this note because I put still good at cinematography because there were a couple good shots at the beginning. Yep. Boy, there were not a lot of good shots throughout the rest of the movie. No. In fact, some of them were tasteless. I I don't say that about, about many movies. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. I thought there were shots in here that were like tasteless in a not just an aesthetic like beauty yeah but like exploitive exploitive to actual people <laughs> yeah yeah which would directly undercut because things like in the, in okay the show. so here's the thing i will say about this show or about this movie if the thing that i always try to do is i try to believe the people in the situation because it's very easy to say and even zach brings it up of the idea of like oh like you know uh, money came around and then people started telling stories, which is like, that's something we'll talk about. Yeah. But like, when you're talking about people who are usually like in these situations, they're not doing it because it's, I mean, I guess maybe that's more not as much with this case because of the kind of like, I don't know. The stakes. No, but it's not that. It, it's it's the, um, the fact that money becomes involved very quickly. I, I was maybe more talking about like, other ghost stories or um, like UFO stuff where it becomes more about like, these are not good events in their life, which they certainly aren't. But at the same time, like now this is starting to get into like Amityville territory where like it's hard to fully believe them because you know the stakes of them lying. Them lying. Yeah. And in most adventures of... Okay, so we're going to try to be as kind of this movie as possible. I don't really like podcasts uh, that is just people fucking shitting on stuff because you can go to a lot of people to shit on stuff. So we're gonna. I'm going to try to personally... You're very good at doing that. Yes. Trying to believe them on their face. Yes. And not... Uh, but not that... uh, Assuming the worst. And I try to play the other side. And most of the time I can kind of temper my stuff. The dynamics of power in this movie yes. were so skewed. Yeah, this is actually. I don't know if you've realized this, but this is probably going to be a very serious podcast. This is probably not going to be as much of a jokey podcast because we're going to probably talk about some like social stuff. Like I don't know. Like this, it has affected me on like a like. I don't know. It just has made me mad. It's just really made me mad. So we're going to try to. Um, yeah, it's not gonna be just joking. Jump out right. Okay, so, anyways, we are gonna do some jokes though. Can't we? Some yuck em ups, actually, <laughs> some levity. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, unlike what this movie did. Um, so, yeah, we can go through the notes of the times before I start getting mad. mad. Okay, yeah. so it opens up on Zach walking, like John said, some nice cinematography. They're in this, like, big ass, like. It's like an industrial plant looking thing. Oh, okay. The well, there beginning. was that, but I think there was also like this like weird church. Or, like, yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, gothic kind of like architecture where I was like, I want to know what's going on with that. Like, and it's, I don't know, I guess we do find out like about Gary, Indiana, and I'm just like, mm -mm. Um, so Zach introduces himself <laughs> as a leading researcher on ghosts and demonology. Demonology. <laughs> yep. Uh, which is nice that he is just uh, he's just saying that he is <laughs> i mean i and then immediately <sighs> undercuts it john by going yeah this is the case that most fucked me up and so i have case fucked me up and then dash leading researcher in his field <laughs> yeah damn that, it fucked me the hell up it's <laughs> that famous uh that famous, you know what oppenheimer uh, said stephen hawking quote <laughs> Yeah, black holes really fucked me up. <laughs> Oppenheimer, when seeing the nuclear bomb exploded. <laughs> holy, holy shit, I am become death creative world. This has really fucked me up. 
<laughs> I know we're like And then uh, as no, positing no. as this is his like uh like climax of his research, the thing that has most affected Which is him, not true. Whatever. Is <laughs> he goes, This is like these were some pretty this is a big deal. This could have even used his Amityville, this could have been the next Amityville and he goes, uh, yeah, you know, I had so much resources and stuff thrown at this that I thought I was gonna crush this story. Yeah. Uh, remember, this is a sign Gonna crush to, it, fam. Yeah, <laughs> to a leading researcher in his field. Slam that like button to fucking, fucking crush this. Oh, God. <laughs> also, with, uh, with the, uh, this case fucked me up. We don't have any, we, we have, this isn't Ghost Adventures, boys and girls and others. Yeah. As demons you, who are now in our airwaves. You will not. <laughs> there are no cuss counters for this episode because there were no bleeps. We're all bleeping free, mother bleepers. Yep. Um, so we talk about, he talks about how serious this case is. He's front loading mm-hmm. how that we should be invested Which, in. Which like. This should be very serious, okay, John. Like, I'm going to also talk about this as a movie, right? As like taking it as like whether it's quote unquote real or not. So what you're doing is you're front loading this thing where you're essentially making a thesis statement, right? This is what I expected to happen. That is not what happened. Okay. So part of me goes, which angle is he going to take it? Is it going to go out of control, crazy and like things are going to be flying? Or kind of where in the middle, it kind of goes the direction I wanted it to and i think would be way more interesting is hey this isn't this is not what i've experienced which like especially like if zach Bagans came at it from that angle right of i have been to a lot of haunted places i have been to a lot of situations where shit's going crazy and if he comes out at the angle is like hey i don't think i don't think they're telling the truth like that's a more interesting documentary. I know that it's maybe it's not authentic because maybe he did find stuff or whatever, but like that's a more speaking to that side of it of like how do we know that these people are telling the truth? And where does that where does this thing come from? This like story and this like kind of the way that it kind of spirals out of control talking about like and they, again, they bring it up several times of like the economic status, like the location, the like the class structures and the power dynamics and all of this other stuff, like it, it ends up being like you want that to be the thesis statement. Mm-hmm. And then he just pulls back that punch at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't think it was like necessarily like at the end, at the end. I think it was like more towards like third act, like middle, when we get into like the dumb stuff he did in the house of like, yeah. I locked myself in or whatever. Um, yeah, he goes like, oh, but like all of these other things happen, so I guess it's true. And you're like, no, you hit on the thing that like makes this story interesting, but you just pulled away from it. And that's the most frustrating part. Yeah. In fact, there's a really interesting, maybe even revolutionary ghost documentary in this movie that is touched and then gone away from. Yes. Like there are a couple, and we'll talk about them, really interesting parts that I wanted to hear him talk about more. And because I think, didn't. like, I think that, I think that there is stuff, like, this is the stuff that always makes me so frustrated about parent, specifically ghost stuff. Because I think there are people in, like, the other kind of paranormal fields of cryptozoology and, like, ufology that are more, like, going towards that stuff. Like, obviously, there are still the people who are, you know, I, you know, I had sex with a gray, like, not saying that, whatever, we're not going to get into that. (laughs) We're not going to get into that. Um, But like, the priest, like, I think the thing 
that constantly gets me frustrated with ghost stuff in particular is there's no willingness to look at the things around it genuinely. Yeah. As opposed to, because like, like I was saying, like whether or not for the majority, this is a little bit of a different situation because I think there are several people in this documentary where I do kind of sit on the fence about like, are, are they not making it up, but is, is something else happening? Is there another undercurrent of power that's making their story different? Um, but for the most part, you want to believe people because, like, their belief in it is the thing that's important, right? Yeah. Not in saying, like, scientifically whether something is validity or not. I'm not saying that, like, you know, oh, write this research paper and say, like, well, he said it was true, so I believe him. But, like, usually there's some kind of actual trauma or something happening to these people in their life. And this could just be it manifesting yeah. in that sense. And that was the stuff we were talking about with, like, class and stuff. And that's part of the reason that I even do Ghost Adventures with you, because I think it's so interesting that these are stories that have belief attached to them, and sometimes it's very disconnected, and that a person just had an experience that they can't explain away, and mm -hmm. it stayed with them. Or in this case, which it's much more serious, like, it hurt families, made them go away. Yeah, uh, and it's still, and still affected families, um, like, within this documentary. Those are much more serious stories that are much deeper harms and roots and interesting and very human questions yes. about life and their experiences throughout their life. And this is one of the few ghost adventures that it seemed like Zach wanted to talk about ghosts instead of the things that I like about Ghost Adventures where we talk about history and humans and people's stories that are forgotten. Yeah. Yes. Like a lot of ghosts, and we've talked about this before, are stories of outcasts or those who are forgotten. Or there's some kind of wound that has not been healed. Or even like people who are taboo. To, talk, yeah. to talk, tell stories about criminals, to tell stories about serial... Some of them are very dark. Like yes. Serial killers. But even like, even like, I mean, I think that's the kind of the undercurrent because like true crime has kind of blown up um, in a really interesting, I don't know, I could do right, probably a book about like the cultural ramifications of that. But um, like at its, like at its core, like, you know, you, you talk about with uh, serial killers, usually their serial killers prey on people who are the outcasts. Yeah. And that is why I think true crime is an interesting and important study because those are the people that get left out of history almost all the time. Yeah. And those are the people that get written over very easily. And so like the fact that we have these stories of like, no, like these are the people that were being taken advantage of. And these were the people who were being attacked. And the reason why it was able to continue was because we ignored them. And I think that in some cases, this is that situation, yes. right? Because he's in, Gary, Indiana, and I, I, I did, I do wish that I had was able to do research on it because we just watched it. I didn't have a lot of the background information, but like the stuff they said about like the murder rate is high, like there's over seventy percent of people are. This is all according to the movie, yeah. so this is just what we learned. Over seventy percent of the population is under the poverty line. Yeah, and like there's, there's no businesses. There's like. And, like, even if you're just driving around, like, that industrial park that he was in the beginning, like, it's this really sudden feeling of, like, oh, this is the part of America we don't want to talk about. This is the part of America where we're not interested. And I think the most frustrating and, like, it made me angry was the fact that, 
you know, and I think Zach set it up in the beginning, but he, and like, I don't know, like he said, the thing he said in the beginning was, I wanted to crush this case. And he got so blinded by that. Yeah. That he didn't care about any of these other people. No. Or this other situation. Like, I don't know. Like, it just felt very like, oh, I'm going to like walk through the situation and I'm not going to interact. Really and maybe with these it people. was, and this is, this would be interesting uh, to, I guess, think about. Um, maybe it is because this is a demon and not a ghost. And so we're completely disconnected from any sense of historical context. And this is just a force of evil that is completely alien. Yeah, some kind of ancient. And whatever. so a lot of the humanness, a lot of like a lot of the ghost adventures in the show is they need to tell a story and contextualize what's happening as in a person's life mm-hmm. where you don't have to do this because this is literally an other. It's yeah. a demon. Right. A thing outside of our world. Right. So. There's no need for any sort of historical. And I, I kind of want to go off that too because I think you know, like Zach said, like later on, I think like towards the middle, like yeah, five people have been murdered here. It's like why did we not like even tangentially talk about that? Like any in any other ghost adventure case, in any other any like anything, you'd be like, oh well, let's go out and talk about these murders and like go into that. And that again, that lends more to the story of like. I don't know. It's just, it, I think this was just the most self-centered I've seen Zach in maybe ever. And that really made me mad. Yeah, I don't know if it would be unfair to say that this uh, this investigation was about Zach the investigator instead of whatever he's investigating. Yeah. And to the point where I think he didn't care about hurting other people. I mean, if we go back to the thesis document, even the first part of the documentary after we've talked about the context of why Zach's an authority and why this is an important case the first thing the real thesis statement of this movie is Zach talking about a dream that he had yeah about this 12 foot he's with other ghosts the ghosts are talking to him he shows them a trick and then he encounters this 12 foot tall goat demon like a baphomet basically no because I, I don't think it's baphomet like well, even even within the context of the mythology, it's not. Ba- he doesn't mention. I guess you could say like a like satyr. A satyr. Yeah. 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 As a goat, the the regular, the portrayal goat of man. goat man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the goat man breathes smoke in his face, and then Zach's lungs hurt a lot, and he wakes up. And so he tells us a story that before he even bought the house, because he bought the house after it became famous mm-hmm. uh, for being a site of a, a supposed demonic possession. Uh, he had this dream. So even before he knew about the house, he had this dream. So that'll come up actually in the movie. But it's interesting that Zach is the main character of yes. this movie from the beginning. Everything the, relates back I, to him. And I think to the point where I don't think that that's true of Ghost Adventures. Certainly early Ghost Adventures. And maybe it's less so with the new ones he is kind of the main character but there is an imperative to try and tell the story of their witnesses yeah yeah whereas this one zach is the story and zach is the thing that we're investigating and talking about in, in all actuality so uh this opens up after we've done all this uh kind of uh context of what's going on opens up with one of the most frightening things i've ever seen in a ghost, uh, a horror documentary, a collection 
of local news broadcast. That was complete with local news, uh, like, flash yeah. animation. Yeah. I Nothing f- gets me more in the mood for horror. I thought we were watching Everything is Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> than some fucking ABC local news, John. It, yeah. There's... Okay, to say that there were missteps in tone in this movie would be an understatement. Yeah. I mean, it's like... I did also, before, so... John uh, commented, one of the hosts looks like he's sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I will say this. um, At one point, uh, because at one point, Zach gets this text about from, like, oh, he bought the house and some other psychic or whatever. One of his friends, I don't know, sends him this thing about, like, talking about this goat demon and then in the text he says like yeah it's like an eight out of ten demon which like i mean i'm glad that guy has an accurate scale like i'm glad that he's not just like 10 out of 10 man 10 is satan nine is uh beelzebub i don't know lord of the flies uh Eight is Goat Demon plus the un- Elder un- Gods from H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> An unnamed 12-foot-tall Goat Demon. 8.5 is uh, Narlathotep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like... Uh, uh, 10. Cthulhu. <laughs> I, I was kind of mad because there's a, there's a... There's a cool thing in the dream that I wanted to talk about, but now I'm just mad and I don't care. What do you want to talk about in the dream? Zach says, I was with other ghosts. Yeah. And I wanted to show them a trick. Trick, yep. So do you remember what he said the trick was? No. He said, I could move something without touching it. Just like I try to do on my show. Just like I try to get the ghosts to do on my show. Yeah. Which is interesting because wouldn't it, like, I don't know, wouldn't you think that a ghost just touches it and you can't see the ghost? Yeah. We've talked about this before and that I wanted a rule, I wanted to know if there's a rule book for ghosts. Yeah. Because I don't know how to do them as a person. Yeah. So do a ghost? Does a ghost have to tell me like this is how you communicate? This like, are you socialized in a way like the Beetlejuice? Yeah. Basically the Beetle yeah. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe Zach's one of the teachers. Yeah, but now we can't talk about it because we can talk about a twelve foot tall goat man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you fit in that house? He's really. I don't know. <laughs> it's like the house and house of leaves. You know, it can resize itself. I guess. Wouldn't that have been a more interesting movie? That's only in Norfolk, bud. <laughs> oh, um, God. Okay, so Zach says, you know, here's about this thing. He purchases the house, uh, sight unseen. Uh, so I'm like, because he lives in Las Vegas. Yeah, like, you're like, yeah. you're not going to, like, you're not going to live in you're, the yeah, house. Yeah, you're not going to live in it. So Saying it's sight unseen is like, you're not getting screwed. I don't know. You're not getting, like, screwed out of money. Technically, the house I'm in right now was bought by, like, my parents a long uh, time ago, sight unseen. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Does it give does it, it make some you weight? <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> you could have got here, and it could have just been a, a hole. Uh, yep. It could have been a portal. <laughs> uh, so, Zach mentions that the last family that was there cleared out a long time ago. There was, it wasn't owned by the last family. And the first very interesting uh, hint of like socioeconomic inequality in the place, but rather a landowner yeah. who did not believe any of it. And so he has not been able to get renters <laughs> because people have been so scared in the neighborhood, including the cops. And uh, then we get the scene of Zach reading an article to like look you were right it was a dumb scene it was completely worthless yes but like i have also seen a lot of bad documentaries and john i've seen people do that as hosts it was mind-blowing yeah the guy gives zach a news article and then zach 
on camera showing us the news article proceeds to read and then the guy is like oh it says that it's like you didn't even read it like you didn't even read it yeah. you just were like i don't know this is about one of my houses so he hasn't been able to get renters and so there's been squatters in this basically abandoned house that no one wants to go in and when zach first gets there he you know tells the squatters hey i purchased the house hey have you seen any activity and they say uh like no we haven't well it's the woman. so this is the so there's yeah. a fiance and so this man. is the the thing the clever thing that he tries to do in this but he fails he fails he tries to make it seem like the first get there, the dude is talking. The dude he's first talking to is like, oh, yeah, I've seen all kinds of stuff. And then later on, we're not going to do it in chronological order. Because no, because the movie's shot out of chronological order. Um, later on, we get the shot of him talking to um, the woman that was living, that was squatting there. And she's like... Yeah, no, like, nothing's happened here. Like, and she says, in fact, uh, reporters keep coming to this house and trying to bug me to, like, talk to them, and I don't want to because yeah. it's just annoying, and I haven't seen anything, and I don't want to talk to them. They're yeah. annoying. And then when the, after Zach gives them some money to get out of the house, um, he, like, the... The guy lights the up. Fian yeah, the fiancé of the woman living in the house is like, oh, like... Yeah, man, I could tell you stories, but you got to pay me more and you got to do this, this and this. And like, we got to sit down and have an agreement. And it's like, yeah, that's literally what it says. John's not even doing hyperbole. No, like he's literally like, oh, I could tell you some shit. But first, let's sit down and sign an agreement and then I'll tell you. I mean, it's one of the most like bald faced. Yeah, uh, it, it's on its face. It's untrue that, right. you know, this isn't actually anything that happened. which again, this is like. It's kind of ironic that he brought up Amityville in the beginning because, like, there's a lot of stuff with that. Kind where it's kind of the same, <laughs> kind of the same situation where a lot of people were coming at it for money. Anyways, we fast forward a little bit of time. Zach's in the house for the first time. He's like, "Whoa, it's scary. Whoa, I have a big camera crew of like three guys." Um, and then we get a fucking shot of a phone, as John was saying about the eight out of ten. That isn't just, like, a voiceover telling us this is what I got. Because no one wants to read another person's text. Yeah. No one gives a shit about reading. You don't want to read your own text. If you could fucking <laughs> beam your text in your brain, yeah. you'd never look at your goddamn phone. Yeah. It's boring as shit. You don't want to see it on a movie. But instead, we get multiple shots. Not just shots. Live feed of Zach. Of looking, Zach, like not even at like not even like phone. screenshots or like anything. So it's in a good resolution. It's literally just him like holding his phone and then like trying to take a fucking like straight out of season one with the fucking like EMF reader. Where you where can't. It's, like, it's an awkward fucking. Oh, by the way, EMF means <laughs> John. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, well, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, yeah. So like this is approaching, like. Student film. I don't know. There's weird ineptness that yes. he's been doing this for years. He's been doing like it for. I think he said 13 years. Yeah. So they get better. You can tell if you go back and even listen to ours between yeah. season one and season two, they become better filmmakers. Mm -hmm. And there was such ineptness at different shots that it was almost like we're seeing. I don't know, yeah. like a completely alien person? I mean, I think what we're really seeing is the fact that they did, like, fucking no editing. They didn't get enough film. They didn't get enough, I mean, like, how else can you explain this? Is it an hour, what, 35? Yeah. Yeah. They they did. An hour, 30, is it really? Yeah, it's, it's 90 minutes. Barely over the night. No movie 
I, I stand by the thing that I said in the past, which is no movie was nine like no they've never cut a movie and it was ninety minutes and they were like that's perfect. <laughs> There's always like they cut it and it's an hour and it's like fuck we gotta get we gotta get half an hour in here. Come on, we gotta. We gotta chop it up. Let's figure it out. Like, ID is the magic time. Yeah, like there's no way that they didn't, sh- they did not stretch this movie and then to an insane amount. Speaking of stretching, let's go to the next part of the movie. <laughs> so we've just had this riveting shot of fucking looking at a cell phone, and now we have a maybe three minute conversation about how he wanted to get a phone call of the last uh, residents of mm-hmm. the building. They said they returned the phone call. They didn't return the phone call. He wishes they returned the phone call. Why didn't they return the phone call? Oh, by the way, we watched a video recording of them talking to a local news. About mold in their house. About mold in their house. And so we never found out where these people lived after they left the house. Somewhere out of Indiana. Instead, we watched this local news thing, looked and saw that the address of the house was in the video recording from the local news, yeah. and that's how we found their house. He stalked them. So, yeah. He yeah. stalked them. Stalked them. They're telling us that in a movie. Yeah. Which is so creepy and off. Yeah, because like, it's like, I don't know, I think I brought it up uh, later on where he filmed someone else without telling him, where it's just like... The disregard of that is Which so... Which they do yeah. in the next scene. <laughs> yeah, the disregard of that is... It's really shitty. Like, again, like, I don't know. Legally, it's different between states of what, who you can record without knowledge or whatever. But, like, it's shitty. It's just shitty. Like, I don't know. Like, it, there's no other way of saying it of, like... You know, because he's, like... Like, what does Zach think? He's, like, you know, Michael Moore? Where he's, like, oh, I'm going to get these gotcha. Like, but they're not public figures. No. And that's the worst part. Like, these are people ostensibly living their lives who have been hurt who are exploiting pain who like if you are if you're a person who believes this if you're zach right who's 100% believe it 100% of time are a victim are 100% a victim and like could totally understand if they were just like no we don't want to talk about it because we want to move on with our lives and your attitude is i'm gonna push further to try and get an interview that's that's fucked up that's fucked up that's why people don't like, like, that's the bad reputation of journalists, right? Yeah. Like, when people are like, oh, fuck journalists. Like, one of the old prejudices against them are they're ambulance chasers. Yeah. They're just in for the story. They don't care about human suffering. And that's what this is. Yeah, it is. It's not even dressed up. Yeah. Like, he is literally stalking people to get a scoop. Right. And then shooting them. Without their knowledge. They're shooting from the van that's at the very far end of the parking lot as he goes and Which, talks like, to people. Which, like, I mean, speaking from, like, the fucking... Speaking from the movie critic side of it, I don't want to see that. No, it's also very boring. It's a boring shot. Two, like, yeah, they blur out their face. Like, I'm not saying, like, they've done anything legally wrong. I think, like, but it's so... It's just uninteresting. And it's just so dickish of him to, like... To do that, because, like, you're f- using it to further a story when you could have just said, like, because what we see is essentially them standing outside, and then eventually someone comes out and is like, they don't want to talk to you. And then that guy gets in the car with them, and they do an interview with him. And, like, why did we have to see them waiting out? Like, why did we have to see you recording someone else's house? Like, what is that adding to? Like, you could have just, like, you saying that of, like, hey, we went and talked to them and they didn't want to talk to us, but we got this guy. Because, like, the interview is the thing that's interesting. Like, what's the narrative quality of them standing outside the house if other than, hey, we got to get 90 minutes? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
no, you're you're completely correct. Uh, the guy. Okay, so some of this, if you take it at its face, uh, so I don't want to appear insensitive, uh, because I know some of this is wrapped up and veiled, and mm-hmm. that they don't want to talk to Zach probably because there's trauma. We know yes. for a fact there was trauma. That's why they left. But also stuff gets brought up later on that puts in question. Whatever. So they go. We don't want to talk to Zach gonna take that on the face the guy's explanation for that which is covering up something another explanation is they don't want to talk to you because you've been to the house and the thing can follow you um and so anyone who has been to the house they don't want to talk to Mm -hmm. and which the guy says i haven't been to the house so you can talk to me and like I was never in the house, yeah. so it won't fall. I don't know. That's weird. And as I'm spelling this out, very weird logic that you yes. two people have to be in the house for yeah, the attachment to go. Yeah. And so I have a joke down here. Does does the attachment mean that we can't talk about the house? That's Which is kind of what we, yeah, what we just warned, that it's like a horrible virus and anyone who listens to this well, I mean, can no longer talk to anyone who's ever no, been in I the can't, house. I can't, even, I can't even try and pretend to be serious about it. <laughs> Because I was going to bring up, like, oh, maybe it's like a tulpa, where, like, the more you talk about it, the more it, like, becomes real. And, but, like, no. like No. No. There's nothing in this movie. Um, it's, here's what I'll say. Like, um, I think that it's very easy to take the knowledge that we learn later on and just, like, do we just talk about that now? What? About the other movie director or whatever. The other movie director? Oh, no. We'll talk about okay. that when it comes. All right. We'll talk about that later. Uh, okay. So the guy talks a little bit. He is kind of the first to give us a overall idea of what happened in the house. Um, there is a single mother, I think. I don't know. If yeah. Single mother that. and a grandmother. Yeah. Single mother and a grandmother. And then three, three kids. kids. Two daughters, one son. Or no, two sons, or, one daughter. Yeah, reverse. Sorry. Yeah. Later. Um, so bad stuff started happening. They started acting very weirdly. Uh, They started getting violent against, like, the children started getting violent against each other and against the grandmother. Child Protective Services was called in uh, because... I put, I'm glad that the CPS seemed to be involved in this case. Yeah, she was. In fact, she was in a lot of things. And another one came later on. I'm, I'm just, hey, I'm just saying it was nice to see bureaucracy doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, whatever that means so the big gist the big like event was cps was over because the kids hadn't been going to school and because they had attacked the grandmother and the mom was getting worried that she couldn't control her children i don't know if it was that other part i think they just showed up because of the the school thing because of the school thing i think the other thing happens later at the hospital oh okay yeah okay uh well in some of this i'm screwing up but anyways while the cps was at the house um there was violence and then they took him to the hospital the kid starts like it's just being weird i think here's the so here's another thing that like you can hear us even trying to get it it's like we don't even get really this like we get the story but like it's so not about the story of the family it's just like these weird little like blips of information i guess and that's mainly because we don't talk to the family we don't talk to anyone who's actually involved right this is all secondhand this is all secondhand sources you know filtered back um, I mean, I guess, like, we did talk to, like, the police officer and the, um, what else? The CPS. We talked CPS, to yeah. Yeah, I mean, we do talk to some people, but, like, I, I think we don't talk to anyone in the family, and yeah. I think that really affects the way, the retelling of it, because, like, the way I understand it is um, 
something starts happening with the kids and then they they're gonna take them out to the hospital and then the kids start like fighting each other yep they get saying stuff in weird voices they get to the hospital they're all in the same room Mm -hmm. um the one the littlest boy the nine-year-old um starts freaking out a nurse has come to calm him down because he's getting out of hand and then he walks backwards up a wall, which is like the scariest. That's the thing that everyone remembers. Yes. It's like the focal point of the story that we get. Mm-hmm. Uh, that scares the CPS so much that she leaves and basically drops And there's the a psychologist there, which we never talked to. Yeah. He also is so disturbed by it, leaves, drops a case. And that's kind of the end of the story. Eventually, the family leaves the house and goes to live with... We this. don't know. That's the thing. It's like... We, we don't even know, we don't have any series of events other than outside of this other incident that other bureaucracies and other things were involved in. And that's what supposedly makes this such a serious case, is that you had witnesses that were, you know, respectable, whatever you want to say, you know. Um, but, and like, that's not me like trying to like, I don't know, come at the CPS worker or the uh, any of the other people, I, I think that it's just like coming from other paranormal stuff. Like this is presented as like the be all end all, right? And it's just like no, this is like I mean it's a fucked up thing. Like everything around it is fucked up, but it's like presenting this as like some magnanimous like like piece of evidence is like not I don't know. It's all hype. It, like it all makes it deflate, kind of you know. Yeah. Um, We get a good quote from a demon. uh, Fuck your old ass car, bitch. (laughs) And I put, uh, demons like new whips. Yep, demons love new whips. That's what the little kid said to his uncle. Yeah. uh, When he was deep in the demonic possession. Uh, And then we get the first of many instances of freeze frames for no reason whatsoever. The only... Another super, like, just... Do you incoherent think... so here's editing my question. choice. Here's my question. Do you think they still get notes from Travel Channel <laughs> on the show and this is them without notes? I hope to God. Because, like, that's what this has to be, right? You're like, oh, sick, man. We're going to put, like, a like freeze frame. Like, ah. Because, like, like, the only thing I could, like, relate it to is, like, old, like, true crime stuff from, like, the 90s and like maybe late 80s where it's like and then this happened and like it like freezes and you're just like why are we doing this like what is like what do you think the impact of this is gonna be because like you clearly don't have the story like i don't know you clearly don't have the story that freeze frame john i actually wrote down when it happened that freeze frame happened after Zach asked, would you go to the uncle? Yeah. Would you go back oh, to the yeah, house? Oh, yeah, that's right. And he said, no, I wouldn't do it. Freeze frame. Yeah. That's the fucking climax. Yeah. The punctuation it's... to do a fucking freeze frame. Yeah. It's no. Like, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. John, it's... would you like some ice cream? Yeah. No, nah, I just ate. Freeze frame. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, like, I don't know. It's just hacky. It's just hacky. <laughs> yep. Like, it's insane that this person who has been making, like, I don't know, it must be, there must, Travel Channel must be more influenced on Ghost Adventures than I originally thought. Uh, and I wrote some, down some choice quotes. Uh, we have, 
Um, I've been here long enough. I came to kill. I want to kill. <laughs> yeah, this and, is what the kid says. And you are supposedly said, like, again, this is like... In the hospital. This is told from so a this, third-hand perspective. Well, this is told from... Because, like, they didn't, like, the family didn't want to do an interview, but I guess they did an, inter- they did an interview with the police? Yes, that... immediately after the case, I think. Yeah. So... Because the caseworker was still there. Yeah. So, I think, like, the, the he got that police film, so, like, then they're on that film, and, like, that must be, I don't know. It's weird. That must be a weird right situation as well. Uh, and then, yeah. So... The yeah, Zach Zach narrates that 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 video that we're watching that we're getting a lot of this information from is home video shot by the police, which I've never heard used. Uh, but I love the idea of police, um, like, like America's funniest home videos. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't just, that just cops? Isn't that just cops? Just goofing around <laughs> with uh, with the hat and you know like <laughs> filming yeah. each other at uh, cookouts yeah. all in their uniforms. Yeah. You know, blowing out candles in the police office. With guns, you know. <laughs> uh, I love it. I want it to be true. Um, it's Let's like, release it's, those It's a lot like police. chips. Yeah. You know, the, the what is it? Yeah. The highway <laughs> patrol or whatever. Yeah. And dash cams. Yeah, yeah. Except, <laughs> it's like Russian dash cams. So you can feel the community instead of, um, like, the irresponsible driver. So this is when we get to the, um, the other police officer yes. who is there, and we get this interview. And this is one of the... Like ones of, he was there, quote unquote. I don't think he was there for all of it. I don't think he was there for like the hospital part. I think that he was. He's there for the first part, before they left the hospital. Yes. Because yes. I think he was with the CPS. He was with the CPS. No, but I thought that was the sec. I thought that was after. I thought that was when they filmed the thing. Oh. When they came I back. Know. I I see. Yeah. Again, like they don't do a good job of establishing a timeline in this movie whatsoever. Yeah. And like, hey, in a. In a documentary film, that's, like, the most important thing, you know? Like, if you're telling a story of an event, like, give me the overall overarching, like, thing. And, like, the answer is they didn't have it. They didn't have that information to break down for us. And it's just, like, then you don't have a move. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so the policeman talks about going, having an intense fear, uh, intense feeling of unease, um, even a little bit of nausea. And they go down in the basement. It's pretty much a one plot of run story house. All mm-hmm. the bedrooms are di- connected to the living room, which is the entrance. And then there's a basement, which is about the same size of the house. Mm-hmm. I think there's like maybe two divisions. I yeah, saw. I think there's like a wall, one wall. It's an unfinished. Um, no, it was finished. It was finished. That comes yeah. up later. Uh, and then so downstairs, the policeman talks about he had gone down there and there was a table with uh, a, a crucifix, Bible. a Bible, and some obviously lit candles. Um, makes him very weirded out. And then he, the atmosphere, I guess, gets too much for him. I don't know. I kind of read it as he was kind of not believing it. What? Yeah, the, the guy, the, the captain. I just, I didn't Cause know. Because he said, uh, I got, I'm, I've seen yeah. enough. Or like, I've gotten, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like whether or not, uh, whatever. Uh, These people all seem they did a good job. From what we said, they were actually from what from what we saw, 
the people who did the case looked like they were trying to do the best that they could. Yes. So there was no... They were being considerate to the people that were in the situation. On its face, there's no incompetence. I mean, we or saw malice. very little bit of it. Yeah, no malice. But also, a lot of this was very vague. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, the policeman who's extremely charismatic, I actually thought he was more interesting than Zach. Oh, yeah, and no. the rest of he everything the, in the movie. He was probably one of the best parts of the movie. <laughs> he said uh, he's been working on the force for 30 years and he'd never seen anything like this. Uh, and then kind of didn't really define what this is. And so he was just like, well, I went downstairs, I saw this thing. It got, it got creeped out. I went away. I saw some dirt under the stairs. Yeah, no, he goes like, he goes like, I thought it was weird that they, like, finished the rest of the basement, but they'd left the dirt under the stairs. Yep. And Ben joked that we were going to talk about dirt <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> Little did he know. We are. Uh, I just love that. How um, do you not even get a... Sp- <sighs> we have, like, a brief in-cut of another police officer. And he's like, did you notice that there's two doors in the basement? One on the left. We never go back to that. Yeah. One on the left side and one on the right side. The one on the left side, which kind of opens like to just an area. I think they just both open to the same back area. Okay. So it's just Or no, because there's like, see, we don't even know the whole, like, we don't even know like the layout of the house. Like that's the most insane thing about Anyways, this. Like, there's some fucking doors in the basement. And the guy's like, yeah, the creepy thing is sometimes when you go through that door, when you look back, the door's a little bit changed. And I'm just I so my idea of what the guy was freaked out about is that he has never seen a door move. <laughs> and so he's like, "Oh, it's slightly more open now." Or he's confused because he's like, "I'm on this side of the door and the door opens towards me." And then when I go to the other side of the door, the door opens away from me. And you're like, "Yes, that's what happens when you walk through a door." Um, and he lives in a house that all of his hinges are absolutely plumb. They're just woof, woof, yep. <laughs> completely. So he can burst through it like a hospital. <laughs> and he has never had, say, a grandfather. Not saying from my experience, who isn't very good and doesn't maybe believe in levels. Yeah. And so the doors frequently close or yeah. shift because they're fucking not level. Yeah. But it's <laughs> just I like, think... oh, the door moved. Holy and shit. And this is another situation of me wanting to, like, give credence to people more than Ben. Where I was like, no, I think he's trying to say that the whole door frame like moved along the wall like oh really i thought that's what he was trying to that say would be weird yeah that's why i was like oh this is like this this is like you know house of leaves like fucking creepy ass like house on the hill shit but it's like no like also we just never go back to it we just never talk about it again like there's and like Surprisingly, there isn't a lot of that in this movie because there's not a lot of crazy claims. Yeah. Like, it's not even stuff of like, oh, this happened and then we just never go back to it. Like, no, we don't even talk about that because I think the next thing is the blinds. Yeah. Yeah. We spend, how long did we spend on these blinds? Uh, Probably five or ten minutes. So this is probably one of the most quote unquote solid pieces of evidence that they have. We have a couple pictures of it. We have correlating evidence or correlating events or whatever so the whole idea is there's some oil on the blinds and they say it's weird because the oil comes from the center and not from the top of the blinds okay whatever um they clean off the blinds they leave the house and they close the door and they put a q-tip in the door and then they're like we want to make sure that no one goes in the house 
And this isn't Zach, by the way. This is like a police investigator yeah. or something. So the only person actually doing investigative work right now. Like, which, like, to be fair, the police officer was like, yeah, it was a weird situation. But this is the only, like, Zach isn't coming up with these solutions. Like, as an inve- as a world-renowned investigator, he's not like, well, maybe we should try and recreate the stuff. No, not even close. Um, so he does that. And then he comes back, opens it. The Q-tip's still there. So that it means no one's been in the house. And the oil's back. And that's it. That's it. That's that's it. Well, John, you didn't tell about a person touched an oil, the oh, oil, yeah. and then their hand became white. But it was like it was like a thin part. Like they touched the oil, and like this was the other CPS worker. Yes. Um, who we never like she find out her there. name or like she got hurt in a motorcycle any... accident. Oh yeah, that's later, right. <sighs> months later. Um, like I think like half of her pinky was like very white, which like sure like i don't know like maybe like like again like the evidence is so like lackluster and like not even like looked into like why would you not like i don't know go to a doctor and be like show that picture and be like hey in your best guess what would this be like like what could cause this thing right because like I don't know, maybe she slammed it in the door. We don't know. Like, we don't know. Like, and like, the other thing, like, the other part of that story is like, the priest is there and the priest walks out and he's like, he's like, there's oil. And he turns white. And the thing that he says after, like, the the police officer's like, Father, are you okay? Like, what's going on? He's like, there's oil on the blinds. And that's all he says. That's all he says. Like, there's no significant, like, even talking about it from a point of view of just telling a story. Like, just, like, even if this is, like, yeah, fuck reality, fuck anything, as in, like, any other, like, whether we're trying to make this a genuine thing. Fucking, there's oil on the blinds has no significance to anything that happens in the rest of the movie. Like, we never go back to that. There's no thing of, like, yeah, the demon, like, puts oil on the house. Or, like, oh, like, the oil comes into this place. Like, no, it never comes back. It is a random thing that is just this event that you're like, and that's evidence? Like, like no, it's not. It's not evidence. It's not evidence. I'm sorry. Like, you could say that it happened, and it's like, it. Uh, I don't know. Because, like, well, John, I, can e- I can already hear the, like, I can already hear the counter-argument to this, right? Because the counter-argument, because that I'm an insane English major, so all I do is, like, think about an argument and be like, oh, but then someone could come back and say this. Like That's what Twitter's for, Yeah, John. exactly. You're, you're going to get it. No, because I just sit in the corner and do that to myself, and then I don't have to argue with anyone else, because I'm just arguing with myself. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, the counter-argument is like, oh, real stories aren't narrative structures. Yeah. But here's the thing. Zach is putting this movie into a narrative structure. Yes. He has the foresight to go, all right, well, this oil shit didn't go anywhere or we didn't go down like there's but it wasn't even like it didn't go anywhere. It's that we just drop it. It's just gone. Like if he was like, yeah, we like we went from this angle to investigate it like, oh, maybe if we like, you know, check like because we were talking about like all the other stuff it could be like, okay, well, like. It could be condensation, condensation. From the window, a badly installed window, which like actually condense in the middle yeah. instead of on the sides because it's where it's usually the yeah. most warm. Right. Uh, fucking 
It's not a very well put together house. The furnace was like said to be leaking. They like... closed the door and they're like, why is there still oil? There's no one been in the door. Well, if it's fucking from the furnace, yeah. it doesn't matter if you close the door. A it furnace doesn't... is a furnace. Yeah, like the circulation in the house is going to be there. There's so many easy explanations for this and they don't give a fuck and they don't revisit it. So why even like us yeah. even challenging this makes no sense because... There's no relevance yeah, to the rest because, of the story. Like, like, you're right. We can't prove this or, like, we can't prove or disprove this, but neither can you. Like, so why are you putting this in the story? Why are you putting this as evidence? Like, it's a weird thing, but, like, that's it. And that's all it is. Even worse, it doesn't even really contribute to the atmosphere much because it doesn't reappear. Which, it would have been great if we would have said this and then drop it, and then when Zach is there personally, yeah. it happens again. Yeah. Then you're like... Oh whoa! Like, like this other even thing. if there's a real explanation for it, yeah. like it's a badly installed window or whatever, all the stuff that we could, could yeah. have caught up with, it still would have lent an atmosphere of paranoia or fear because it had happened again while he was there. Didn't even fucking do yeah. that. It's like they lay the groundwork and then just completely. Yeah. It's bad storytelling, which is crazy because one of the cool things about Ghost Adventures is because they're pretty good storytellers, but they're insane. <laughs> and so it's like you're listening to like just a crazy person tell a story. Yeah. And so it kind of all makes sense. Mm -hmm. And at least it's coherent. There's parts of this sh this movie that were incoherent. Like oh, yeah. they should not have been there because they contribute nothing to the overall story. Like I know we watch a lot of movies. It's very easy to nitpick. All There's very little perfect stuff. So you can nitpick almost everything. There's not yes. many movies that are like so trim that right. there's no fat to them. Yeah. But this movie had large sections that were like, yeah, we keep going back. They didn't find shit. And so they needed to fill it out by telling just any story. <laughs> and that's why it took, because by the way, I don't know if we've mentioned this. This all was filmed in 2000. 14. Mm -hmm. So this is a four-year-old investigation that they edited to hell and back. Making <laughs> <laughs> <Dickin> jokes. <laughs> um, but it's just, like, I don't know. Like, it's just so obvious that, like, the reason this movie has not come out is because they took 15 passes at this stupid edit, and it all was bad, and it all... <sighs> We do, and uh, we're going to split this podcast, I think, up into two. Uh, because it's long, Joan and I have a lot to talk about. But I did want to say, we're going to end it on a climax. We're not going to do one of those freeze frames like okay. they did. So, the main ghost, the evidence that it's we have of... <laughs> Sorry, demon. Uh, the evidence that we have of the damage that it does mm -hmm. is it makes people lose their jobs. <laughs> That happened to like what? One person. He said three people. Oh, that's that's a lot. And of then people. one. Person, I thought you were gonna say one person during the movie. I thought we were gonna say well that guy. We will talk about that guy. Um, I thought you were gonna say uh, we were gonna end off with so the police officer notices the dirt on the ground mm -hmm. and you're like that's weird and then they go digging around in that dirt and then they find cliffhanger. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we'll do another episode, um, but uh, yeah, come back and we'll be talking more about Demon We'll House. still be angry. Yeah, it, it'll probably just increase. Okay, uh, so this has been Adventures with Ghosts with Ben, the adventure lad. Mm -hmm. Dear God. You forgot your own name. shit. And then John, the ghost host, and we will see you on... The other side. <laughs> <He's> feeling mad. <laughs>
Follow us on Twitter at Ghosts Podcast with an S. Uh, on Tumblr at adventureswithghosts.tumblr.com. And on SoundCloud, we are Adventures with Ghosts. Yeah. So almost all of those have S's. <laughs>